I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure. Heather, when you go out of town, like on vacation, are you a normal person or are you a realtor? I think you know the answer to that. I'm never a normal person. <laughs> Definitely a realtor. Um, yeah. I have to know what every single house costs. We can't just shed that skin the minute that no. we get on a plane and go somewhere else. Like it's part of us. Yes. <laughs> and I ask you, because today we are going to talk about out of town buyers and and the tips that we can give to realtors. But I'm dying because I think I've shared the story with you before, but one time Taylor and I were in Vail and we go during the off season. And I feel like I have to share that because I want to share where we stayed, which was the four seasons. And that sounds so bougie oh. and out of control. I know. But when you go off season, it becomes a little reasonable mm -hmm. and then you feel fancy without having to pay those prices. Well, after a lovely lunch, you know, mm -hmm. in Vail Village mm -hmm. one day, probably included a glass of wine, mm -hmm. we decide to saunter back into the Four Seasons to which I see the Four Seasons real estate office. Oh, yeah. So you're familiar with these, right? Yeah. They sell different residences depending on the floor or wherever. And of course, they're astronomical. Oh, yeah. We're in a tourist town. Yeah. But I guess I had enough liquid courage to walk in to this real estate office. You're like, I'm going to take a quick stop in here real quick, Taylor. I'll meet you, meet you back up there. One second. One second. I don't need a t-shirt. I need a... I need a property. I need, need a property tour. So we walk into the offices and God bless this woman. I obviously announced that I'm a realtor uh, from, you know, Texas. Right. And, and all of a sudden, like, mm, oh, okay. it went way down from there. <laughs> Nobody was excited to see me. I probably, I mean, I may have said I had some clients wanting to see a Four Seasons property in Vail. And this woman proceeded to show us like three different you made houses. it to the point of oh, actually looking at oh, home she unlocked doors for oh us Heather gosh. it was in the same building okay we at least just had to go up the elevator but I think at one point we were in like a 10 million dollar oh penthouse just like snapping photos and views but one of the things that had me cracking up while we were in there is Taylor and I were like so how much are the HOA dues and it was it was something like I'm just going to make it up. But it was like $5,000 a month. I mean, it was something so, so, so expensive. And Taylor and I said, what does that cover? And she goes, oh, everything. And we were like, it like. like. And, and, and there was no list, Heather. There was nothing. Yeah. I think she meant like, you know, the grounds of the hotel was going to be kept up and you had access to the yeah. pool basically. But it, there was nothing, nothing included else. in that. Um, but the again, good at her job. Love this, love this woman. She was, if I remembered her name, you know, <laughs> one less glass of wine I may have. I wonder how many times this happens to her. <laughs> She's so over it. She's so over it. I'm sure it was like a Saturday also. Like she didn't want to be there. But I feel like it's relevant because you and I go out of town. We cannot shed our skin of being a realtor. And then what happens is we come home and we get out of town buyers. Yeah. And we love them. Yes. And that's the theme of today's episode mm -hmm. because you just got done with a marathon, 26.2 miles, if you will, mm -hmm. of showing out of town buyers. Mm -hmm. And we fresh thought that, off. fresh off. And we thought that maybe some other realtors might want to know your tips and tricks, maybe a few of mine, about how to be kind of most successful yes. when navigating that and how to not die. Yeah. Would you agree? Agree. You're hanging on by a thread right now, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, you look adorable <laughs> and I, de I look like I ran a marathon. <laughs> I'll just say that. 
<laughs> well, you do work out and I don't. So that's uh, all. <laughs> I don't know about that. So, okay. So basically I had several questions for you. I think that this process is so fascinating to talk to other realtors about because we tend to get in our own little bubble and we're like, no, I know exactly what I'm doing. But at the end of the day, you and I could technically have a completely different process when it comes yeah, to out-of-town buyers. Which we've never really talked about. We yeah. haven't. So my first question for you is, how do you even get these clients? How, where do you get majority of your out-of-town buyers? It is within my sphere, if you will. So referrals from people that I know, most of the time I would say they're friends, not necessarily past clients. Okay. So friends or... Um, friends of friends. Friends of friends. And what's kind of interesting about getting an out-of-town buyer referral or whatnot lead um, does not necessarily be in your little town bubble, like Fort Worth, for example. Like these people I worked with, I know people and they live in Austin area. So oh, yeah. um, that's what's kind of cool about it. You could have a friend that lives in New York, for example, and they have a friend that's moving from California to Texas just because of, you know, they may have yeah. a cousin here. It's kind of cool. The world is small it's, now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know how, how the world works, Kaylin, <laughs> but you can uh, have friends outside of, you know, I'm, I'm stating the obvious Texas. here, but- most of them definitely come from, I would say, friends. Okay. Yeah. I my, Mine are going to be similar, uh, ref, mostly referrals. And it's probably mm. either a past client or somebody I went to school with, I would argue. Um, one of my more recent ones that I appreciated more than anything, God bless the buyer, called me, told me exactly who she got my name from. I've never heard of this person in my life. I, I've I, had this happen before too. Okay. I ended up showing houses to these people. I love them. I run into them in town all the time. Our kids go to the same school. It took me months to identify who they were talking about. And sure enough, I had sold a lovely couple a home. Their best friend had met me at like, call it a 4th of July parade. She proceeded to refer me based on their you know, experience with me yeah. to these clients. So even though I don't know her. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. God, Sometimes just, there is that like step in the process where you really don't know. And on the phone, I had to be like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah. oh yeah, my God, thank you. you. They're so, so great. So, oh, yeah. so Yep. No, no clue what I was doing. Yeah. That's happened before. Yep. <laughs> so, okay. I know that we get a lot of eye rolling from everybody in Texas or even Californians are rolling their eyes. Everyone in each individual <laughs> state right now is just eyes are in the back of their head at the fact that so many people are moving all over the country and they're tired of it. Stop moving into my state, right? right? But so I have to ask you, where are majority of people that you are showing houses to moving from? California. <laughs> I mean, California, I, why did I, even ask? I know. Um, or um, Idaho, California, Arizona. Okay. Which, cool. Yeah. And I, I, I've told several people this, um, I have the opposite feeling because number one, obviously it's business for me. I'm like, yeah, yeah come on. Yeah, get in here. Number two, they've been fantastic oh and my God. the nicest people we've become friends. They get totally ingrained in the community. Like I couldn't agree more. So yeah. They're appreciative. I don't have the bumper sticker that's like, get out of my state, <laughs> you know, like, um, <laughs> go, go over I, really I've well seen. as a realtor. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I'm with you though. They're so appreciative of your time yes. and they're just like excited to be there. And often, I mean, normally, hopefully it's good circumstances, but sometimes yeah. it's for a job or something and they're on a deadline so they can yes. be stressed. Very and, stressed and scary to think of uprooting family and moving across country. Mm -hmm. And often, I mean, for me, several of these were during the pandemic. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So there yeah. we are hanging out together in masks. Yep. Yes. Just some FaceTiming, a lot of FaceTiming. Yeah. We'll get into that. 
Oh, for sure. Because we're going to get into a lot of tips that you and I have, not only what that day actually looks like, but then kind of what our favorite part about having out-of-town buyers is. All right, this might this might be a bust of a question, but <laughs> what is the most exotic place you've had clients move from? Ohio. Idaho. <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> Boise, Idaho. Yeah, I don't think that I've sounds- had anybody like, I mean... No international clients coming in. No. Okay. That sounds very exotic no. to me, Idaho. I could go with yeah. that. Yeah. I, I mean, me neither, Heather. I mean, I, I think I've talked to a lot of other people that, you know, and we we hear of a lot of agents at League that are mm-hmm. saying, I've got international clients coming in. That, that I mean, that's always fascinating, right? Yeah. But not me. I'm pretty boring well, over here. Well, I don't know. I don't know how many people actually really close on that, but I, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. You, maybe, maybe you do have a we'll Puerto Rican... Not Puerto Rico. Where's some, I don't know. I don't know. This Brazil? is a Puerto Rico part of. Is it? God, we're so smart. <laughs> and we're back to real estate talk only. Um, n- yes. No. I mean, California is number one for sure. Number one. Yeah. Okay. I had Denver. I had Nashville. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But again, you know what? The other good part of that is, is when you get people that have lived in those places, you can contact them before heading out of town yeah. and visiting their yes. their former residents. Yeah. So it's a win-win. It is. Okay. What, before I launch into mine, what is your process? When you get that call, you know, a new buyer is coming in, they're going to have 48 hours. You got a marathon going on. What is the process? Like, what is the first thing that you do with that buyer? Okay. So we crack your knuckles, yes. loosen your oh neck, get, situ- get situated. Get, yes. So usually there's that initial phone call, right? Where we talk about a little bit about what's your timeline. You know, is this going to be six months that you need to be here? Is this going to be uh, I need to find something in one month? Um, sometimes I'm coming in tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. Like, well, even not even coming here to look, but I need to actually be in a house in 30 days or okay. 60 days. And then what's important to you in the house meaning bedrooms, baths, square footage, yard, um, school district, all the things that you would ask a new client anyway. But like amplified. Amplified, yeah. Because they don't have any idea. Right. And they're trusting you. Yeah. So you better freaking know what you're talking about. I know. I haven't even gotten to that part. Step one. I know. I'm still on step one. And then the really important question is commute. Um, Because, you know, for example, I'm thinking of, some clients, you know, if they want a four bedroom with a game room, a media room, a study um, under this budget, and they want to be, let's just say, they say 10 minutes from work, which their work might be in the heart of Dallas. Let's just say, like, I kind of already know that that doesn't really exist. Facts. And they're going to have to drive right out. Right. So, but, so you've already bursted their bubble yeah, right yeah. off the bat. But if they do say, I'm, you know, I, I'm open to a 45 minute commute. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Yeah. And then, um, so what I usually do then is I write all this down and then I have them, they usually have some that they've saved, you know, everybody's oh, obsessed sure. with Zillow, yes. have them send them to me so I can get a feel of the type of house that the, they like, the style. the style, the, you know, one story, two story brick, not, you know, all that stuff. And then I have to do quite a bit of just like literally looking through MLS, looking at specific houses because you can't really, um, I, I keep thinking about these most recent clients. They really love tall ceilings and vaulted oh, ceilings. That was sure. very, very important Who to them. Doesn't? I know, but you can't really set that up as an automatic search criteria in MLS. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't. So you have to go through. Hey, MLS, add that. Add that. Add vaulted ceilings. Vaulted please. ceilings. Thank you. 
there's so much other stuff they could take out. I like, know. Yeah. Um, I don't need, oh my God, the features. We should spend an entire oh, episode on going features. on the pointless features that MLS includes. Like yeah. no one's searching for that. No. Quickly, on, to the point of commute, since we're so big on, you know, quoting stats that probably have no legitimate sources to them. I believe in 2018 or 2019, they said that the average commute for someone in DFW was 22 miles. Oh. If you map that with traffic, that's like 45 minutes to an hour of a commute. And I just found that so fascinating that yeah. our little giant Metroplex yeah. is so crazy that that's someone's average commute. Mine's always been about five, yeah, five, five minutes. minutes, which is about 2.5 miles. Yeah. But um, I think that's also important to tell people when they're moving in from a different place is it might look like 18 miles yeah. on the map. By the way, I'm saying it like that Tommy boy quote. Yeah. You, you know that yes. one when you're 10 miles <laughs> 10 away. Miles. Um but I think that's important because it looks like 10 miles. It's not. And mm -hmm. I'm sure California would say the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So then we, so now we know how, how far away they can be, what they want in the house. And then I'll set up a search and send, send them some automated, you know, automated search, but also send them homes that I've personally gone through and see like, what do you think about these? And usually that list might be like 30 to 40 houses, you know. So by the time that we've talked on the phone, we've been talking, and the time they actually physically get here to search, hopefully we've kind of narrowed it down to two to three areas. Exactly. Because you can run yourself ragged. Ragged. They don't call it a marathon, yes. marathon for nothing. And I would say probably most major cities are like this. You're going to have your major city in the middle, and you're going to have all north, south, east, west you can go in terms of neighborhoods. And, and you could see you could spend weeks looking at, it all and then oh still God. not know what you want because you're looking no at idea. too much. You're looking at too much. Yeah. Would you also agree that in that process, I've written quite a few notes down here about kind of what my process is, which by the way, I'm dying laughing because I want to share with you the first thing I wrote down. You were like so professional and on it. You were like, okay, let's find out what you want. You know what I wrote down? What? Buy them a gift. Oh, I'm going to buy them a gift, Todd. Yes. I, that's so, it's not, that, that's not where my head should be at. But I keep thinking if they're coming all the way here, I would Absolutely. want a present. Yeah. Like I'm a dog or something. No. Like I need a bone. I love it. But I did. I wrote down, buy them a gift. And then um, I'm going to get into my some, some of my other tips here. But when it comes to, like you're saying about all these other areas, I see other agents do this in our group all the time where they're like, hey, I know nothing mm -hmm. about South Lake. I know nothing about Fort Worth. And let those other voices who know it better chime in so that you aren't just spinning. Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. That's another tip there, really. Yeah, there's no way that you can know everything about everywhere. Like, that's impossible. School districts, neighborhoods, yeah, absolutely not. But you can definitely connect with people in those areas, that, and a good realtor will be helpful for you. Totally. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can go into my detailed process of like, what you do on the day of? Yeah. Okay. It involves gifts. Okay. Well, because yeah. <laughs> you're prepared. Okay. What all I was going to say before we get into the marathon of showings, like what that actual day looks like and kind of the tips for other agents of like how to be most successful with it. All I was going to say was I generally try to send them a map and a guide of all the areas, right? So especially if they want to be in like Fort Worth proper, like, okay, do we absolutely love this part of town? Do we have to be in this school district? You, your examples that I, that you're coming right off of these marathon today was a little bit out of town, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so, so I think the contradiction here is perfect because one of my more recent ones was my wheelhouse. It was mm -hmm. all my little zip codes, all my favorite places, all my favorite neighborhoods. So I was kind of able to to show them the distance to the museum district and the distance to downtown and kind of help them get a feel of where everything was. Mm -hmm. But 
I also was just, again, on a lighthearted side, like when I have people coming in from out of town, I'm like, okay, first of all, do you need, do you need to know where to stay? Yeah. Do you need restaurant recommendations? Mm-hmm. Cause I also want them to like fall in love with this place. Mm-hmm. I, that sounds dumb. It's so exciting though, right? But it, it is. is. You, right. You want them to have a good experience with the place first and yes, foremost. Right? Yes. It's cool. The house will come, but they need to like it. Exactly. <laughs> and I moved here from out of town and I just think that this city was so welcoming to me and I feel like, you know, visit Fort Worth. If you're hiring, I am your, I'm your cheerleader mm-hmm. here. Like I love this place and I love talking about it and I love all the things that have made me feel so welcome. So I like to kind of implement that. I showed up to a, to a new buyer one time, you know, out of town, just like with a bottle of champagne. Yeah. Cause I just wanted to be like, welcome. Welcome. This is what you get when you come here. Yeah. Alcohol. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and this one, I'm sure you you have this on your list, Heather, but get their flight information. No. You're, <laughs> okay. Here's why. Here's okay. why. It's one thing when they land. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's one thing when they leave. We, if you've got that second day, third day planned and you're going all the way up till like five o'clock oh, and you yeah. find out that their flight is at five o'clock, you've screwed up several showings. And that might be so obvious. That might be like well, 101. I think I rely on them for that part, but that is such a good, Yes. You're right. That's At least let me know when you got to get out of this yes, place. Yes, I do that. I okay. don't have their like flight number 872. <laughs> no, oh, don't. okay. <laughs> I was like, Delta, I, American. Delta. I yeah. know their flight times. Yes. I don't know. I thought you meant like their actual... <laughs> I mean, that might be a next level of they're like, well, um, no, I'm not sharing that with you. I guess it would be helpful to know which airport they're flying. Yeah, for sure. But those type of details probably, and again, Mm -hmm. I'm maybe even speaking to this if you are a new agent, you know, these just might be some of the things you have not thought about. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I want to hear about what a day in the marathon life of Heather team's realtor looks like. Yeah. Because I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> well, I shared one on my Instagram because I think it's fun to share stuff like that. Um, so to kind of backtrack a little bit, a tip or something that I do is I really make sure leading up to them being here that I'm communicating to them the plan. And sometimes, you know, they they may not respond to it. They may be, you know, that's because they are busy with their life. and Doing life. You know, they may have their house they're getting ready to sell and they've got their travel plans, but at least they know there's a plan because the last thing you want is them to fly in on Delta number 4728. <laughs> See how much I fly. I don't even know if that's how you say flight things. Um, and then you as the realtor be like, okay, where should we start? Like, oh, no. no. So I am communicating to them up to the point of like, okay, what, you know, I even checked in with my people because they were flying in the night of our horrendous storms we had. Oh my God. Which would of course changed everything yes, I had planned. Yes. Um, but a typical, typical, um, day in the life. And I want to hear yours too, but I like to pick them up and drive if I can. Makes sense. I I'll equally hate it because it's like having people in my car. It, okay, I think so we like, all agree is yeah, like, you, no, it's the worst. It's, it's actually, it's literally on my list of I mean, things. That's the worst part about this. Yes. Um, but you got to get your car washed and you got to clean your yeah, car. Out. That's I the did. worst part for me. Yes. Well, the storm this time, like messed those plans up. Well, I didn't have time. So I did. I dropped the kids off and I went, I was first in line, like before the car wash had even started because I can't, if my car is a wreck, like I can't, I'm not myself. I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not in the game. I'm not in it to win it. It's like, if you don't like your outfit that yes. day, Oh yeah. you, you can't even concentrate can't even on con- what you're supposed to be doing. Right. That's when you go with the black turtleneck and the black jeans and the leopard shoes. Yep. I did. I Perfect. did. Yep. <laughs> black leggings, black sweater. 
leopard shoes. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, it's, our, it's our uniform. So yeah, I pick them up at the airport. I mean, the uh, hotel. And then I've got it mapped all out our entire day. And so as you know, and realtors know, that can be stress, stressful in that you have some that may be pre-owned. So you have at 12 o'clock Wednesday, we're going to visit this house. And the seller has says, yes, you can. So you kind of got to stick to that. And then you get the model home salespeople that you get to deal with who say, yes, come. And then you may come and they're not actually there. Okay. Or maybe the house that you thought you really loved and they loved is actually not available. Oh, or it's actually God. not done. So I'm getting tired. All of these this. things yeah. can happen and do happen. So you have to be flexible. You have got to be flexible and you've got to keep your cool as the realtor. Absolutely. You've got to keep your cool. So we, I pick them up. I usually get them Starbucks. Oh my God, um, you're adorable. I know. Will you um, be my realtor? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do usually bring a little gift and I didn't this last time. I feel bad, but I have plans to send them something kind of like post trip. Oh, Um, I was going to say, you always take care of your people, Heather. I'm not worried about it at all. Um, and so they, having them ride with you as, as hard as that may be for us realtors to do allows them the opportunity to kind of take in everything. They're not worried about, oh, I missed my exit or they can actually Look at everything that's around. You can talk. I feel like I'm a Disney World tour guide. Yes. I swear we'll be talking about, oh. And on your right. Yes. <laughs> we'll be talking awkwardly about, you know, something. And I'm so sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to show you up here on your right is actually, um, you know. The it's, Eamon G. Carter Eamon Museum. G. Carter. I mean, all, yes. it's so. It's hysterical. Yeah. Um, the be- So I would say, yes, it's, it's the best and it's one of the best and worst things mm, about exactly. it. Exactly. Well, because you get to know them. Yeah. They get to see the, your town through your eyes. Again, like you're saying, and maybe, you're, you know, you're saying things like, who knows that five miles this way is something so cool that nobody knows about. Yeah. Right. So you're giving them insider tips. But gee, many Christmas, the music you're listening oh, to. Oh, gosh. Forget it. Forget what if, it. What if our, what if you're your po- our podcast is playing when they get in the car. Now you're oh, just a narcissist. Yeah, yeah that's not going to kick off well. Um, but I'm with you. The worst for me is when I take the wrong turn. Oh. And I think I told you this last time, but these sweet people the other day were like, Kaylin, we wouldn't have known. <laughs> we wouldn't have known if you were going the wrong way. And I'm sitting there sweating, pulling U-turns. I think at one point I was like, you know, we're going to come back to this neighborhood because I couldn't figure out how to get into it. Lived here for 16 years. Oh, that is no the, big deal. For some reason, when you have people out of towners in your car with you, you forget everything about where you lived the, your entire life. Blank. <laughs> Every single time. So and in this case, we were all over. We, we had a I mean, we were 45 minutes within DFW airport, basically all around. So there were some areas that I haven't driven in a while and there's a ton of construction going on. Oh, welcome to Texas. Um, So I usually also bring a folder and I'll have a printout of each house we're going to see and a little pin. Okay. This is what I wanted to ask you. In order of what we're going to see. You're a better realtor than I am. Now, again, by noon, that has all gone out the window because we, you know what I mean? And it's like, I just throw it in the trash. (laughs) But at least I show up with like, you know, this is the plan because you see so many houses and I do encourage them to, once we get back in the car, to like make a few notes. That's so smart. Because you're not going to remember when you get back to the car. You're not going to remember. If you think about it, I don't know what a marathon looks like for you. It's 10 to 13 in one day showing. Yes. Would you argue about that amount? If you get more than that, I mean, everyone's going to be dragging. There's no way. You're not remembering that 14th and 15th house. And most people do. I would say 100% of people say, let's, we are in town. We want to see as many as we can. And they kind of understand like, 
Okay. By, I, by the 10th. We can't see 20. We can't do it. Not um, one day. No. The other tips that you and I talk about often, and we say this here on this podcast, but bring snacks. Bring snacks. Oh my God. Everyone thinks they're going to be fine. No, I had breakfast. Everybody thinks that. It is an actual marathon. Yeah. Get, get some Gatorade. Yeah. I don't know. Water, snacks, get them. I didn't, I feel terrible. I didn't do that this weekend. <laughs> I at least warned them. I don't necessarily and have my the snacks poor in my client car. was with child. So oh. I'm sure she was you know, needed more breaks and more water and more snacks, but, but you normally. Up, okay. But you brought up a great point. I, I think understanding like who that client is, whether they are a with child, yeah. what if they're a nursing mother? Yeah. Uh, what if they just are the type that need to get out and walk around for a while? They can't yes. be in the car for too long. Well, and some people need to be in the front seat because they get car sick. Me. Yeah. And yep. so, I mean, again, we're skipping around. Shocking. I know. Love it. I love but it. But if I can tell you, or tell anybody anything. Just be honest. Everybody be honest. We wrote it in all caps. Are you too cold? Do something. Do you hate this music? Please I wrote change it in it. all caps. Be no, honest. None of us are, no. but if you need to sit in the front seat, do it. If you need to go to the bathroom, tell do me. It. Like we will make bathroom breaks. We will do it's a It's not the lunch time break. to be shy. It's not no. the time to be we're all people, we're Mm-mm. all human. Mm-mm. Um but there's a natural progression of and what I love about this is by the end of the two days or week you guys are so close. Oh my God. And like you are hugging. BFFs. You are cheersing. Yes. You can't wait for them to be here because yes. you know them more. But I wish I could like do that time-lapse video of like yes. house one, <laughs> trip one, when everybody's just like, so, so awkward. the weather is so great, you know? And then by the end of it, you're just, it's so great. That's what I love about it. You get to know them. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I do. I had be honest in all caps because I'm, I'm not only, I agree with everything you're saying about while you're physically in the vehicle or you're in the houses or whatnot, but also be honest about, and we've touched on it just a minute ago, but the commute, like if they came in town and they saw that it was 18 miles away, but you know, hundred percent with traffic, it's 45 minutes. That is a life changing yeah. thing for people people moving from out of town. So be honest about those kind of facts. Um, you know, it's very difficult for us to be able to speak about certain neighborhoods and things like that. But I think that if you can get creative and help them to understand, the other thing I like to do is, um, I encourage them if they already know someone in town to get a second opinion, possibly. We don't want too many cooks in the kitchen, yeah. but there, I have definitely had some clients who loved a home I was assuring them it was a fantastic neighborhood, but I also encouraged them to like seek out some other people who lived here. Mm-hmm. And they did. And they and they said, Kellen, they said the same thing you did. So it was just kind of this that nice- could backfire. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> could. It worked out one time and now I'm yes. quoting it like it's something you should do. But for me, I want to be their guide, but I, I know that I can't be everything to no, them. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, I also have on here to, uh, and it, I have all these things that you have, these marathon, this pack mm-hmm. the snacks, the lunch, the get organized, be confident. But but I did, I did say ask for help. Mm-hmm. And I, and I say that in, you touched on this a little bit. You had literally two marathon days of showings, but you had a lot going on in your personal life also. Mm-hmm. And you had a lot going on in your professional life. Right. And I say, get help or ask for help basically in that kind of understand where you're at in your life. If you know, these out of town clients are coming in, because when you are driving from 8am till 5pm, you can't really look at emails right. and text messages. Mm-hmm. And what if your kid has three dance recitals? So you're probably going to need to plan ahead and rely on people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can speak to that much more than I can because you just went through it. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I leading up to it, I think my husband was like so tired of me saying this. So I, was, I literally was like, don't forget like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, basically like I'm gone. I don't exist. Mom doesn't exist. Did you put your phone in do not disturb? <laughs> you know, I sorry, not. sorry, family. <laughs> I, um, but that's such a good point as 
as a realtor and mom and person, I mean, your life doesn't stop, but this is your focus that weekend yes. because these people are coming in town to find a house and they're leaving and they need to find a house or at least have an idea of where they want to be or make some progress. It's the um, most important thing to them that right then in their lives. Yeah. So don't be, don't be, I was going to say, don't be stupid. Don't be dumb. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Don't try to think that you can do it all. Like have a plan as a realtor, like have, even if you ask somebody in your office to kind of cover for you or help you. And if you're honest with your partner and like, like, Hey, I just, I need you to pick up the kit. Like, absolutely. Because you can't be coordinating back no. and forth with somebody about who's going to pick the kids up. Who's, you, you have to just be in. I know it's easy for me to say that. I understand that that's complicated and not everybody can, do that, but but those sweet clients don't deserve that. I'm yeah, so, you know, not to they, be no. happy about it, but they they're excited yes. and they need your full attention, just even if it's for those forty eight hours. Because, I take it very serious. I'm like, because oh, I'm turbo. I, I mean, they could have had somebody else do this, yes. you know. And I'm always like, oh my gosh, no. I've actually had that where they called and said, hey, just in full transparency, it was going to be between me and another agent, and of course, I tried to do my little elevator pitch song and dance, and I got them. But I heck yeah, I took it seriously. Yeah. They were coming in, and it was all on me. So yeah. I agree. I'm totally with you on that. The other thing about asking for help, you never know who's got an off market property coming on. If you can get somebody in town in a house that's not even hit the market yet. Yeah. Oh my God, get that advantage. Yes. That's good. That's yeah. another thing I keep thinking. Well, about. and to kind of make a side note on this too, you know, I think this is a good reminder for me that you don't have to respond immediately to everything you get. Like mm -hmm. it's okay. What I did this time, I tried to do is kind of afterwards take a deep breath before I went home and just spent like the 30 minutes in my car responding to everything, getting caught caught up. For your other deals you had going on. And nothing, on. nobody died, nothing terrible happened in yeah. doing that yeah. because I tend to like feel like I have to respond within two minutes you to everything. You mean immediately? Yeah, I and everything was way. fine. You know, there were no real estate emergencies that couldn't be handled at the end of the day and... um so that was, you know, what I think is funny is when I haven't heard from another agent and then at the end of the day, I get that text. It's like, Hey, sorry, been at showings all day. You know what the first thing oh, I think? Liar. liar. <laughs> Same. But I did that. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm that person. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I think that the whole time, I'm like, sure. The whole time. With I was with clients all day. I'm like, really? No, you weren't. No, you weren't. But then that was me yesterday. Sorry. I was just show oh, showings all day with clients all day. <laughs> I'm glad you feel that way yes. too. I think one of the other tips about, that goes along with all of this is you can have that, per you can be so organized. You can have everything planned out. You can literally be at the top of your game and day one goes completely different than you thought it was going to go because they fall, fell in love or did not fall in love with something. And day two suddenly needs to look so differently. So I wrote down, be ready to be flexible. Yeah, I would say 100% of the time that happens. It does not- 100%. 100%. Just I'm throwing out some math. It. I mean- <laughs> These stats are I'm, fast. I am, but based on my experience and yours, like it, you can have it all planned out, all printed, all mapped, every contact in it, changes because yes. they get here and that you start to realize what they like and don't like. Well, and I even saw on one of your reels, I think it said something like you pulled up to a house in a neighborhood and you were like, nope. I mean, you guys just like literally kept driving. Yeah. Well, they, we were in separate cars at this time and they called me 
And I appreciated that. They called me because they got there first and they're like, nope, we, this is a no. And you're so like, then okay. we just, de- you know, I was like, okay, I'll meet you at the next one. I know? love that. I'm like, I love that we know what we want. Yeah. This is fantastic. Yes. Before I skip ahead to kind of what I'm lovingly and jokingly calling the best part and worst part about a town buyers, can you speak at all to the fact that you indulged these sweet buyers with one of our local favorite Mexican food restaurants? The reason that I want you to talk about it is because there. <laughs> There's certain foods that should or should not be eaten in front of clients. Well, I'm wondering if you regret your choice at all. Yeah. I mean, okay. First of all, I did the cardinal rule or mistake or whatever you're going to say about not eating enough because I thought I'll be fine. Famous last word. And all of a sudden the last house, my stomach was like, like so loud. You didn't follow your own advice. And we were out kind of out in in this neighborhood. There wasn't a lot around. So it, it was only like a seven minute drive to this Mexican food restaurant, but it felt like an eternity. And I was so hungry. I'm sure everybody was hungry. So we do get there and I definitely get the queso. Of course. And then I get these tacos and I got them on corn because I'm healthy. But the corn just disintegrated in my hands and just tacos just kept everywhere. Just like (laughs) I ate like an animal. (laughs) And they daintily ate their food and like had a little bit of queso and... This particular- I'm wolfing it up as we're standing up. You know, like we're clearly leaving and I'm still just, eating the cold queso. You pick the cup up and just start drinking just from start- it. You've got a queso mustache by the end of it. In your defense, the establishment you went to, there is yeah. no other way to eat that queso other than shoveling it and guzzling it. So good. It's so good. <laughs> Okay, I just had to I just had to know if you felt good about that decision or not. Um, <laughs> she's shaking her head, folks. She still doesn't know how to feel about it. I don't, but I don't know what the other option was. I mean, well, and then if you get a salad, they're going to be like a salad. That's really? right. You Who's know, this girl? Who's yeah. This girl? Uh, yeah, we're at a Mexican food restaurant. Right. Get the queso. Get the queso. Shovel it down. Yeah. Well, I, I, again, it's really not. There is not a best and worst part, but I think that it's fun or funny to share kind of those feelings that we're having on both sides of it. I, I want to know what the best part of it is for you. I've already shared mine a little bit, and that is to to show off my town, right? To be able to be that expert for that buyer. This is my favorite part of an out-of-town client and just kind of have them ask me all the questions. Mm -hmm. Like what a fun couple inquisitive days. And if I don't have the answer, I'll find it. But I learn more in the process as well. So showing off my town, that is the best part of having out-of-town buyers for me. What about for you? Um, Well, I like to watch the evolution of the whole thing from that first house to in this situation they did find the one and amazing not only was it the one it was like they both basically cried (gasps) said they feel at home this is the place this is the one and I'm like and it's not really anything I I mean I helped guide them but that is like there's no better success than best case not just like you know we found a place that will work Right. Which is good. Yes. I mean, that's, in some that's cases, that's what you, ha- but a, this place will work for our family and we love it and we're so excited. Oh my God. Um, yeah, that is the best part. And what's so funny is um, we, uh, I'm sure these people are going to listen to this now. But, um, <laughs> hey, new clients. Hey. I mean, and what people, and I think your people will probably say the same thing. Like if you're my out of town client, if you're my client, like we are BFFs now. Oh yeah. Like. Oh yeah, like you're, it or don't. You're coming we to my kids' birthday party. Our BFFs. 
Um, and it's so funny because the lunch the second day was totally different. We went to another place. The, sor- the service was horrible. Oh, so God. It took forever. And of course, the pa- you tank that, the you tank, you think that's your fault, you know? <laughs> you take it, yes, you take responsibility for that. And, as if you own not, that restaurant. Right. As if you are that server. But we had, you know, we had, we got a mimosa. We had, we, we kind of, we let loose a little bit. We laughed. We got to, we were friends, Perfect. I feel like. I mean, they're probably like, there's they're not they're not on the on board yet no but that is the best part is so they um called and they're like okay this is we this is the one we want I'm like okay great you know and it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be and I was like well it's already late so let's get everything together tomorrow and kind of and I think they called back at like 8 45 or something I was like oh that's weird and he, they were like okay you're gonna hate us oh no I'm like no oh, no they're like, okay, we actually changed our mind. I'm like, you did, <gasps> which is so funny. It's so great. It's yes. so like part yeah. of the process and picked the one that I hoped they would have no and way. thought they would have. And which, you know, we all secretly have that inside where we're like, I love this one. Well, they, a- they always one. ask us which one we oh, like. Of course. And I'm like, it doesn't matter what I like. I know. But, and there we are secretly thinking about it. Um, so just that part of it. That's the best. It's the best. It's the best. Okay. The wor- I'm, I'm saying the worst, and this has absolutely nothing to do with these amazing clients. The worst really comes down to, in my opinion, when there's no inventory. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're on yeah. a timeline. You Again, 24 to 48 hours, and they, they give you all the stats and all the specs, and there you go to pull it at MLS and ask all of your friends and family, hey, do you guys have anything coming on the market? And there's like three houses. That is the worst. That is the worst. It's just, and, and it could be the time of year. Mm-hmm. It just could be anything. Well, this time last year, we ran into that a lot. 100%. Just, I did exactly the same thing. How many stats are we going to throw out? Look at us. <laughs> just mathematicians, statisticians. Yeah, I did have some clients that came and they spent almost a solid five days from and they're from California and it was this summer of 2021 market yep. here where yep. there just wasn't that much was at nothing. all no, I was, mean I showed them everything that was on the market off market could potentially be on the market um did so they that's find something? Hard. they found something oh my god well, and I love it they love you're it you're a good realtor um the other things we've already chatted about which were are the awkward car time which again we can all get over and again yeah. after you've spent a little time with them it, it moves on well I have a funny story about because you mentioned directions and and you know a lot of the time you go to the sales office the model home and now you're going to go look at this house and you follow the salesperson and we were in one neighborhood and we hop in the car. She's in this car in front of us. Everything's going great. I start to talk and the salesperson takes a left and I just keep going straight. Like I know where I'm going. And the, of course, the sweet couple's like, hey, are we supposed to be following her? And I'm like, yep. So I have to turn around and then wind back through to f- hopefully find her. And at that point, they all look alike. All the houses do. I mean, The streets yes. are unnamed. Uh, unnamed, You yeah. have no idea where you're yeah. going. Um, the, the worst, the worst. And you and I have both been in this situation. I is the exhaustion. And if you don't feel good while your clients are in town. And the reason I'm stating that is because I feel like we've both been in this situation. They need you. It's 24 to 48 hours. You have to be on. Mm -hmm. I once had a client coming in again, one to two days. I think I was six months pregnant. It was (sighs) July. I may have even been like seven or eight. I don't even know. I was very, I was very pregnant and just traipsing through these homes in the middle of a pandemic, wearing a mask at like seven months pregnant. I thought it was going to die, but I had to, I had to pull it together and I had to figure it out for this client. And I did. So mm-hmm. again, this is nothing to do with these amazing folks. Oh, it's just, no. yeah. just the circumstances you have to be you're on. in. Yes. Exactly. You have to be on. You have to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to bring your A game. You got to bring your A game. 
we need to wrap it up. But basically the only other side of this uh, conversation was that if you are a buyer moving from out of town, mm-hmm. so we've given all these tips for the realtors, especially if you're new at this, if you've never dealt with out of town buyers before, we hope that you found a little bit of value in this. But if you are a buyer coming in from out of town, you and I both agree strongly on this, that you need to find a trusted realtor. And mm-hmm. it's for all the things we just talked about. Mm-hmm. How the hell are you going to know what you're doing if not? Yeah. Ask your friends and family. Ask your friends and family, yeah. The second thing is prepare to be dedicated. Mm-hmm. And that often means maybe no kids yeah. or finding child care. Yeah, that's a hard one, but it is. I don't know about you. I can't do crap no. if my two-year-old's around. No. I can't focus on anything. I don't know what's going on. She's the entire focus. And I sure as heck can't look around and find out if I like a new neighborhood or a new house. Yeah, if you have your two-year-old with you, those 10 to 12 houses <laughs> quickly turn into one or two, maybe. Yes, yeah. And we've suddenly defeated the purpose. Yeah, but I there are, uh, there are ways to get around. If you do have to bring your kids with you, I've even been able to help some people um, kind of nail down some summer camps or some place their children could go for a little bit. And it was kind of cool because it ended up being the school that their kids went to eventually. So they're able to kind of get to know people and you know, that's dream come true. Right. But it is very hard to see that many houses as a full grown adult, (laughs) which we are sometimes, sometimes not all the time. No, no, not us. We're not in that category. (laughs) Well, I, I, this was top of mind for you, Heather. You literally just finished a busy couple of days. And I think that it was super relevant to find out what our processes were. And I hope that we've helped a couple other people out there make it a smooth transition for everybody we're welcoming into this great state. Yeah, I think that's the key is our, we both agree, make the whole process as smooth as possible because we know they have so much more stress in their life just due to the move. Yeah. So a little bottle of champagne at the hotel when they get home, picking them up, just... yeah. Being, being be that there. concierge you yes. know you can be. Yes. Absolutely. Call us concierge realtors. That's yeah. what we are. Look at that. I love it. Um, all right, Heather, we have a lot more to do today, so we're going to wrap it up for now. But listener, thank you as always for being here, and we'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. Always be closing. Hello. I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure.